What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's Georgia Rose in the Soul Space. Welcome to our another week of Monday night in the Soul Space. Tonight we're going to talk about astrology and tarot cards and uh, maybe some spiritual wisdom if something comes to me. We'll see. I'd love to give you all a few minutes to pile into the Zancuda Soul Space. And I hope you're all having a good day. I'm going to share the show as well. You guys know I always take a few minutes in the beginning of the show to do that. So we're going to be doing that. And let me just adjust my camera a teeny bit. That's great. All right. So let me find my show. Oh, I found myself very quickly today. That's good. All right. We're going to share. And. So I hope you guys all had um, a great week. It was a very full week for me. I'll be out of this in a minute. Just going to switch my profile so I can share it on all my sites. Here we go. Back to Strong Island. Sorry, I'm a little delayed tonight. I was um, trying to fix an audio problem before we came on. So, you know, sometimes things don't always go the way they're supposed to. That's okay. Adaptability, right? I feel like adaptability is in the air right now. Uh, okay. So if you want to share the show for me, that would really be really great. Going to go back to my comments now and see who's on. Hey, Janine, I got Liz is on from um, Florida. I have to ask her all about if she saw the balloon, right? We're all talking about the balloon. And I have to say, I almost did it, but I didn't. I restrained myself. For those of you who are my age, you are sort in repeats, the old show F Troop. And there was this episode where about a balloon and Corporal Agarn in the show is talking to, um, actually it's the, the Indians in the show are talking to each other and they're talking about this thing in the sky and the Indian goes, it is balloon. And so I wanted to actually put that clip on my Facebook page, but I restrained from doing that. But it was just growing up as kids. It was really funny. Liz says she didn't see the balloon. Oh, well, I figured you would be out there with binoculars, Liz. So 
All right. So everyone watch, share the show if you'd like. I got Anne on board. I got Sarah on board. She's tagging one of her friends. I got Janine over here. Got my whole crew in the soul space, which is so good. I feel like I have too much light on my face today. I'm going to pull back a little bit. I don't know why it's like that. It just is sometimes. But um, tonight we're going to do some astrology first. I usually like to do that. So do that. And then we will um, got my trusty astrology journal here. I know it says sketch, but that's because as I got older, I found that I like to write in books that don't have lines. So I literally go out and buy sketchbooks and they become my astrology journals. So it's always a good idea to keep a journal, especially if you are following astrology, because it'll tell you the beginning and the closings of certain energies. For instance, we're going to talk about that a little bit in a while, because we've got some energy closing this week that maybe began in last April or May. And I'll explain that in a minute. So um, first of all, we had this gorgeous full moon yesterday. How many of you, if you go out tonight, you can still see the moon is so huge and so powerful. It was a full moon in Leo opposing Uranus. I spoke a little bit about this last week. And that's a very, you know, big energy coming in. It's also an energy of um, conflict. The full moon in Leo is all about me, 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 me. Lion in the jungle is all about my feelings and you guys all have to honor my feelings and everyone should pay attention to my feelings and I'm the king and I'm the one that you all need to look at I want the spotlight and then that Aquarian sun is saying no 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 it's not about you it's about the whole group it's about what's good for the what's good for the the all right so we've had some conflicts coming in this weekend with that kind of energy and maybe you were the lion maybe you were that Aquarian sun detaching from the the lion but either way, I'm sure you felt this in some way in your life. And that energy is going to stay with us for a couple of days because this full moon is so powerful that full moons normally are three days before and three days after. And this one's no different. So um, we've got Uranus in play a lot lately and Pluto, our two malefics in the sky. But I like to think of them as just our greatest teachers, right? Nothing is that harmful as long as the intention is always healing. So... The first thing we're going to start out with today is we've got Mercury and Neptune in a conversation that is all about communication. And I'm surprised I didn't really see any media too much today, but I will say that um, I would not be surprised if we heard some kind of news or something's unfolding very dramatically um, today and into tomorrow. And of course, during the week, we're going to hear a lot of political news and a lot of news coming in. Maybe be something news, some energy culminating that you began last April or May. That's a closing argument that we have right now, so to speak, with these two planets. So Mercury is having a conversation with Neptune, and that's today. And this brings some interesting news to you, but it's news that you kind of knew about, like you kind of knew it, but maybe you weren't certain, or you kind of knew it, but it wasn't in your front of your consciousness, and that's going to come into play. Um, also, Mercury is going to start this week wrapping up energy from last spring, um, April and May, you started some kind of a story that Mercury brought to you. It was maybe a story about the way you perceived something or your story in your life changing and you changing your own story. Well, now that energy really comes in heavily this week in a very powerful pushing kind of way to really put a period at the end of that particular energy line, in that particular story. Um, this is like energy that's a closing of one door and opening of another. It's communication. It's um, practical things. It's also can be something to do with um, a reward 
something that you've been working really hard on and now it comes in and gives you what you really have been trying to get. And this is something that probably originated last spring. Also on um, Thursday, we have a couple of things happening. Namely, we've got on Thursday, um, Mars and Mercury, which are in a mutual reception, which means they're in each other's home signs, um, actually comes in and starts having a really strong conversation with Uranus. And then we have this beautiful Mercury-Pluto conjunction that we've been waiting for all week. So what does that mean? Well, we have a lot of energy leading up to a lot of new beginnings right now. As I keep saying to you, a lot of signs are going to change. A lot of planets, I'm sorry, a lot of planets are going to change signs. When that happens, it changes the energy. Maybe we're in a certain type of energy for a while, and then that energy changes when the planet goes into another sign, which is another type of energy. For instance, on January 26th, we had Venus finally go into Pisces. And that really changes, changed our way of thinking about things we love and things we value. It may have softened us a little bit. You may have found some romance coming back into some of your relationships. Um, but this Leo full moon is a breakup energy. So I wouldn't be surprised with that full moon in Leo coming in to break up energy because it opposed Uranus and this beautiful Venus in Pisces energy that happened a few days before and will stay there throughout the month. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a breakup makeup kind of weekend. You know, um, passion can be something you argue about and passion can be romance. So just think about that a little bit. So going further into this week, we've got um, Vesta, which is a, a asteroid. It's actually our fire within the Vestal Virgins is moving into Aries. And this is going to be a fast energy for us. It um, wants to clean the house. And I mean that metaphorically, not like you really want to get down your knees and scrub floors. Vesta in Aries will be there for this month is an energy that wants to clear up all the things that are nagging at you. It's a great time to start a diet or a health plan because it, Vesta in, in Aries is all about the body as a temple. We've been talking a lot about that energy in my yoga teacher training lately. So it's really fun to be able to align the stars with what's really going on in my life. Um, this is an initiating new cycle, new beginnings of this Aries energy coming in. And it can be a fire energy. It can be like something where you really are very ignited in it and you're initiating this energy. And it's a good time for projects that need a lot of attention or focus with that asteroid going into Aries because it'll really want you to clean up the debris field so that you can have smooth sailing. Wednesday, we've got Venus and Uranus in a conversation. And this is some really interesting energy. Wednesday, I would not be surprised if something develops in the um, world where you're hearing big news. It's um, unexpected. It's something that, um, it's something that changes a process that's already in play and we have to work with energy differently. So just keep that in mind. It's also has to do with harvesting that energy from last April and May into a culmination. So this could also be something in your personal life, but I really feel like this is a closing cycle that started last April and May, and then it's also going to be playing out globally as well as in our private lives, which happens so much, right? The macrocosm parallels the, the mirror, the uh, microcosm for us. So just watch for that energy on Wednesday. Um, it's Venus and Uranus, the planet of love and the planet of sudden expectations, unexpected um, expectations. Things go, go a little crazy, usually in a Uranus-Venus kind of conversation. And with Uranus there, it's going to make things happen suddenly. 
And Venus isn't just the planet of love and romance. I know we have Valentine's Day coming up. We'll talk about that a little more on Monday, but um, next Monday. But Venus is also the planet of what we value, like how our possessions, our material life, yes, but it's also our soul mission. It's the things that make us spiritually feel valued and the things that um, make us feel like we have a purpose in the world, you know, our soul purpose. So Venus is a very beautiful energy of just passion and and productivity as far as what we really want to get satisfaction from. Venus is a planet that wants us to be satisfied. It's also a planet that sometimes is very much about creature comforts, you know, the massage, the chocolates, things like that. So on Wednesday, expect some kind of an unexpected change or communication um, about some big news that is something that started April, May, and now kind of closes out. And then Thursday, we're still in that energy when we've got Mars conjuncting Pluto. Mars is our fire. We have a lot of fire in the sky right now. Mars is our fire and Pluto is something has to die to be transformed. So when Mars and Pluto come into, I'm sorry, Mercury and Pluto come into that conjunction, it's going to be very much the ending of a cycle. This is Pluto being in that energy of Capricorn since 2008. And when Mercury, which is our minds, I'm sorry, I said Mars because Mars and Mercury in mutual reception. So this Mars is playing into this. So it's our fire. It's the way we think with Pluto, something has to die to be transformed. And when you look over the last eight years since 2008, that Pluto and Capricorn has really crumbled a lot of structures for us in every way, in our personal life and globally. So the Mercury coming into its final conjunction with Pluto in, in Capricorn, this won't happen again for 240 years, all right? Because although Pluto will still be in Capricorn for a little while after it egresses back from it going into Aquarius next month, it doesn't conjunct with Mercury in that sign. So this is this week is the final time that Mercury and Pluto will conjunct, which means come together in the sign of Capricorn. The energy of Pluto and Capricorn, which has been with us since 2008, is all about crumbling of structures. Something has to die to be reborn better, that something has to be rebirthed. So this Mercury energy, which is our minds, which is a mutual reception with Mars, which is our fire, coming together for the final time for 240 years, so never again in our lifetime, in the last degrees of Capricorn means it's finishing out that energy that's been in place since 2008. So don't be surprised if you have some aha moments over the next few days, that some things really come together that you couldn't quite see clearly before, that maybe some loose ends are tied up from you, for you. And this is also happening on what we call in astrology as a world point. So something very um, dramatic may happen that closes up those cycles and brings us into the future, which is all what these planets moving into Aquarius is about. So when March comes, guys, we have a tremendous amount of new, new, new energy. We're really closing cycles right now. And that's why it's really important to go into quiet contemplation, introspection, really find your gauge of what you want your life to look like in the future. We're through with all this downtrodden deprivation kind of stuff. We're going to be looking at that much more objectively now. It's not going to be so dramatic for us in the years to come. It's going to be there, but we're going to kind of flip the coin over to go into a future where we're changing these things. We're not just stuck in them. You know, the, the quicksand becomes diluted in the next month. And this is really a very um, dramatic, it's a very changeable 
it's a very life altering energy if you work with it. So that Mercury, Mars, mutual reception with Mercury and Pluto conjuncting is big changes around the things you want. If you are meditating and manifesting that, if you're doing your rituals, if you're affirming things, if you're going into positive places, if you're eliminating the dysfunction, this energy coming in from now until March, March is the big boom boom, when it all really comes together and starts to really become reality. And then we get that for the next several years, slowly but surely, all about the things that you want. What have you worked hard on? What have you been trying to achieve? Now it opens up and the energy really starts to come in. So super, super important time to spend time with yourself. Do your homework. Do the things that your astrology chart wants you to do. Go towards wherever your north node is because that's really your fated destiny in your chart. If you need a reading, call me. We'll look it up for you. We'll, we'll map everything out. This energy also, because Uranus is still on the world point when all this starts to happen Wednesday and Thursday, this energy is also um, has to do with values. It has to do with money. It has to do with your purpose. And again, this is the results of actions already taken these last several years and your karma coming in. So are you due a reward? Are you due something, a little slap in the tushy? It's all going to start unraveling and unfolding now for everyone on the planet. So this is really an energy that you want to go deep, clear your debris, heal what you have to heal so that you can start rising up in your full potential. And isn't that really what the Zenkuda soul space is all about? All of us supporting each other to rise in our full potential. And I'm going to be doing a lot of workshops and events come 2023 as we unfold to give you guys all the support you need on your soul journeys. So um, Friday, February 10th is when that Mercury-Pluto conjunction is exact. This is a day where um, it's good for things about Plutonian matters, okay? Plutonian, what, what does the planet Pluto represent? It represents um, death, justice, debt, karmic debt, that is, um, taxes, your literal taxes. It's also power dynamics. This is a time when you will see a lot of people leaving the Earth because Pluto is transformation and transfiguration, transmutation. So a lot of pets, a lot of people will leave, Um it's a, definitely a goodbye energy because this is the last time that is going to happen in the 240 years. So when we have a very strong dynamic like that in the stars. It is definitely goodbye energy. Now let's unpack that a minute. Goodbye energy doesn't have to mean that it's sad and melancholy, although many of us are going to start to feel that way. It's just the natural evolution of planets that have been in a sign so long getting ready to shift. It's bittersweet. We feel it on some energetic level. We get a little sadness. We get melancholy, especially with a planet like Pluto, which is a very heavy planet. It wants to teach us a lot of karmic lessons. It wants to bring karmic debt to the surface, whether that's a reward or a hindrance. So when you unpack that idea of um, power dynamic and goodbyes, think about that as a positive thing where you're saying goodbye to your old story and you're ready to change up the story, be what you need to be, Maybe you're not there yet, but you now have a clearer map. You can, you know, lay your breadcrumbs to follow. You're going to say goodbye to the old you, say goodbye to the things that no longer serve. And I know that's very cliche, but on this level, it's much deeper. It doesn't mean getting rid of the toxic people and I'm going to just like, you know, close the door. No, none of that trite, meme, Facebook BS. No, this is about really doing the work. And really culminating the work that you've all been doing for a long time to work hard on elevating your life. 
This is about Pluto now coming into Mercury for the final degree. Final time is about, did you do the work you were supposed to do? You have a couple of days left to really get down the nitty gritty. If you haven't, then you're going to have to start going to the future to figure out how you can in a big way. Or if you've done your work, now there's going to be some more smooth sailing for you. So look at those goodbyes as a karmic way of saying, yeah, you know, that was a really rough time. I had that wound. I had that, you know, scar, but I'm not living there anymore because now we're all going to be living in Aquarian energy, which doesn't mean the age of Aquarius. Don't misunderstand me. But Aquarian energy is all about future. It's about um, soul purpose. It's about bringing the water to nourish yourself, right? It's an air sign. We're not in earth anymore. We're not feeling like we're being pulled downward. Now, this is where on the ascension. We're on the ascend. We're not in the descent anymore. And that energy is coming in now and it'll really culminate in a big way starting March. So use these next two weeks to really clear the debris, clear the debris field of all the hard work we've been doing these last couple of years and since 2008. Um, this is also um, Uranus and Taurus here is parked on what we call a world point, which means it definitely will have a global implication um, it's 14, 15 degrees of Taurus. So if you have any planets there, you're going to feel this in a big way. What are you going to feel? You're going to feel the universe pushing you to take action and move into your soul purpose. And by soul purpose, I mean just living a good life. I don't mean you have to go out there and be, you know, a star or you have to go out there and do any big grand gesture. You just, the universe wants us to elevate our life and it wants us to do the work that we have to do to do there. You know, stop the whining, get into what really has to be done. Um, and then Saturday, um, we've got, what is Saturday is the, let me just look at my sheet here. I'm sorry. Saturday is the 11th. And that is when Mercury is out of Capricorn. It's now in Pisces. It's done with Capricorn energy for a while. It's not going to meet Pluto in that sign again for 240 years. It'll go into Capricorn again next year, but Pluto won't be there. Okay. So this is a sadness. It's a melancholy. It can be um, old memories coming up, ideas. It can be um, old communication. You know, you might hear from somebody that you haven't heard from in a really long time. Because remember, we're closing out cycles. It's, it's the goodbyes. It's the goodbyes. This is the quality of endings, important communications, um, setting up power dynamics. So if you've had old power dynamics that were uneven, this is the energy where they're going to rise to the surface so that when you go into that Aquarian time frame that we're all going to be in globally, they're different. Maybe you have more power. Maybe you have less power. Maybe you see that you're intimidating. Maybe you see you don't speak up enough. But whatever it is for you, this is really an energy of um, new stories. New stories, babies. We are getting there. Um, so that's what this is about. And then February 11th and 12th, next weekend, Mercury enters Aquarius, like I just said. And Mercury in Aquarius is happy, happy, happy. Mercury is exalted in Aquarius. So when it's there, it looks at the bigger picture. Um, it's no longer hitting the brakes. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't think that. Oh, maybe I should wait. No, it's about thinking of things in a different way in order to really expand them and um, setting the bar higher, you know? So there's really good energy coming in. We do have a challenging week. But once this week is over, you're going to really start to feel different energy. You're going to wake up, um, you know, in, in in the end of February, beginning of March, especially as we approach the middle of March. Um, you are absolutely going to feel a lot different. March 7th, 
Saturn enters Pisces, huge energy shift, huge. And then um, uh, Mercury enters Aries on March 19th. March 16th, Venus enters Taurus. So it's going to be in there with Uranus making those conjunctions. And um, then we have the new moon in Aries on March 21st, which really brings in a ton of new energy. It's fire. And then by March 23rd, we've got Pluto entering Aquarius, Mars going into Cancer, Mercury enters Taurus, and Venus enters Gemini. Everything changes. Almost every major planet is in a completely different energy. So do what you got to do for what your plan is for 2023, because come March, it is going to be ba-boom, ba-boom. So let me look at my comments. Sorry I went on so long about that, but this is a really important energy. This is an energy that's going to give us the power behind us, the oomph to really accomplish our goals. So um, I'm going to live in Aquarian energy, Marilyn says. Yeah, it's we got to do it. We all need to do it. Hi, Monica. How are you? Um, Sarah says her life path changed so much in 2008 and barely been able to come up for air since. That's going to start to change. I know you've been doing a lot of your spiritual work and really coming to terms with a lot of things. So you are going to see that all come to fruition now. Um, Pluto it was a big heavy hitter for us. So, you know, this is, um, yeah, oh my God, busy. It is a busy week, but also we've got a lot of fire energy coming in because we've got some planets in Aries and we've got planets changing. So this, this might be a fiery week for some, I have to say. I'm really looking forward to a meeting I have tomorrow because I'm looking to bring some new energy to it. I think that we're going to really start to feel that earth energy really kind of dissolve more and more and dissipate. It's been some really heavy years for us all, I have to say. And now we're going to get a breather. That air, freshness comes in and we feel refreshed. It won't happen like boom overnight, but you'll start to feel the energy start to change. And we should be excited about it, um, Liz, definitely. I think we all need a change. Um, so, um, and I'll be here every step of the way so that you guys know what to expect and what's coming in. I will tell you, hi, Renee. I will tell you that um, this, hi, Christine. I will tell you, Colleen, I will tell you that this energy is an energy that can really, for those of us who've been on the spiritual path, really be like that push at the small of the back, you know, like here, go, go, go. It really is going to give us a lot of inspiration. So stay in your meditations. If you, if you do yoga, do your yoga, you know, take those walks, if it's the beach or the forest, whatever you like, but ground yourselves in the energy of connection and divinity, because you're going to have that heightened now as we move towards this new energy more and more in the weeks to come, you're going to feel yourself getting clearer, connecting more deeply, um, really starting to feel different. And that brings me to um, what I had posted earlier today on my Facebook pages and Zenkuda Soul Space. If you want to take a look at that, you can anytime. It's still up. I was talking about the, um, the idea of consciousness. And some things came up over the weekend for myself and some others that I was talking to, um, you know, that called me for some, you know, uh, just, you know, conversation about, you know, sometimes people are really idiots. I'm going to use the word idiot because um, I am going to be on public access in a few hours. Um, so. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People, mis- let's call it misbehave, right? People don't always treat us fairly and treat us well. And we sometimes don't treat others that way. And so this came up a lot in the during the weekend with some friends and things. And so what I was having a conversation with them about was there are different levels of consciousness, right? So we're all at a different place at any given time. We're in a different vibration. No two humans are vibrating on exactly the same wavelength at exactly the same time, unless you're performing some kind of a psychic exercise or something, right? So we all have a different level of consciousness or awakeness or awareness, whatever you want to call it. So to me, what I've gleaned from years of just analyzing and, you know, self-study, when something happens that seems unfair to us, that's perpetrated by a certain person, or we are hurt, you know, whether it's slight or in an egregious way, what we really need to think about is not that that person personally wanted to do something to us, and that could be the case, but instead of going into that energy, think of it as that person didn't have the consciousness or the awareness either at that moment or in general to think of it differently, to have a different perception, a different explanation, a different mindset, right? Like I think I'm in a pretty good consciousness most of the time. I think I'm pretty evolved and open, right? Having a, a, a high consciousness, a high vibration means we have to be open, right? but there are people who are closed. And so people who are closed, and and what I say, please don't confuse this with any kind of judgment. This is not a judgmental discussion. It's a discussion about truth. And this is the truth. People who are not vibrating in a high vibration or in a high level of consciousness, meaning they have a lower energy, a lower vibration, are not as open as people in a high vibration. They're more closed. Their heart is closed. So, It's nearly impossible at that vibration for them to have a higher consciousness of nonviolence, of not hurting someone, of putting themselves in that other person's position and having empathy or compassion. It's nearly impossible in some instances. And let's face it, when we're in a low energy, if we get really furious about something or angry about something, we're close, we close our heart, we're angry. We want to do things that maybe are not so nice because we're in a different consciousness. We're not open to the higher consciousness that you would be in if you were in a yoga class or in meditation or in complete joy with a child or doing something you love. We're open then, we're in a consciousness. We we don't have the ability so much to hurt someone in that consciousness. That's what we're seeing play out in the world right now. People are all at different levels of consciousness. Some people don't have a hard time doing crappy things to other people because they don't have the awareness that is crappy. Or maybe in the moment when they did it, they didn't have this that awareness, but they're a higher vibe person normally. So now if we unpack this and take this a step further, when we have something done to us or an egregious behavior that we are you know, d- detrimented from, or we, we have a, a bruise or we're hurt, 
it really isn't personal because in a lower level of consciousness, people really aren't thinking about us or about loving us. They're closed. So then we could reasonably state that, you know, it's easy to forgive someone that didn't know any better at that moment or at, in generally speaking in their consciousness. It's almost like you don't get really mad at a two or a three-year-old, right? This is just an analogy. I'm not saying, just using this metaphorically, I'm not saying someone in a lower vibration is a two-year-old. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you look at the analogy of a two-year-old or, or a five-year-old doesn't have a consciousness to cook you dinner, right? It's impossible. Well, by the same token, someone who hasn't developed their consciousness to a higher level, no matter what age they are, does not have the wherewithal to treat you on a very high level of nonviolence, of kindness, of right action, of pure love, because the consciousness isn't there to understand that. And so we all have different levels of consciousness. So this enabled me and helped me a lot in my life to understand and not take things so personally so they don't knock me off my game. You know, Zenkuda Soul Space and the Zenkuda community and all of my content is really there to help you guys achieve whatever your goal is in life. Be ambitious, be inspired and full potential, you know, really like crush whatever your goal is. We can't do that when we're in a space of judgment or of rumination about what, you know, something happens to us and we're like, what kind of person would do that? What, what, who would do something like that? Like, what is wrong with that person? And, and we lose sleep and we're ruminating over it. We all do it because we get hurt. But if we can take that experience and say, well, I'm not going to get into that rumination. I know why they did it. They did it because they don't have a high level of consciousness at that moment, or they're not capable of the level of consciousness that would require them to be more rational or more kind or more loving in that moment, Right. It takes a really high level of consciousness to be angry and choose our words carefully. It takes a super high level of consciousness and a very open heart to be in an argument with somebody and put yourself in their shoes and try and be empathetic for them when you're angry. It's a very high level of consciousness. Not everyone in the human race gets there. Some people never get there. Some people get there sometimes. We're all human, right? We're not perfect. We're not going to live on the mountaintop, you know? Even monks in monastery probably get mad if they spill their soup, you know? Everybody has a human side. But it's developing our level of consciousness and working on that heart opening. Whatever that is for you, a walk every day, prayer, meditation, yoga, playing with children, playing with animals, doing charity work, that opening of the heart that leads the consciousness to go to a higher place so that when we are tweaked, we are triggered, we're not going into the low energy of the anger and the abuse and all those things. And also knowing that when someone abuses us or someone is unfair to us, it's because they don't know any better either in that moment or generally speaking. And sometimes we all don't know any better and that's why we apologize afterwards. I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I don't know what got into me. Well, you do know what got into you. You went to a lower level of consciousness. So I wanted to really talk about that because I think that will help us stay clear and stay on our game and not go into the rumination of how could they do this? Why did they do this? It's got nothing to do with you. It's their journey. It's their thing. They have to figure that part out. You need to stay in your lane. Use all of your energy to love yourself, 
fulfill your goals, crush whatever you have on your list this week, stay in love, stay in a higher consciousness and say to yourself, you know what? They just didn't know any better. They don't know any better. They don't see what I see. They don't have the clarity, the, the, the clarity. They're not clear, right? And it kind of dissolves our own anger at the situation when we get to that point. So next time you have something happen, really think about that and think about, um, you know, that they don't have the clarity. And even like picture them as a two-year-old if you have to, or picture them as a young child, you know? And it's all, we're all at all different levels all the time. You know, you might be having a day where your consciousness is in high school, but everyone around you is like doing their college thesis. And you're like, I just want to punch this person in the face. You're just having a day. Do something to get yourself back into a higher level of consciousness and open that heart. Because when our hearts are open, we can't harm others. When our hearts are so open that love just pours forth, we can't go into the lower energy. It just isn't going to happen when we're vibing high. And I want to see every single person crush their goals this week, whatever that is. I have a lot of goals. I'm trying to finish writing my book. I'm writing a very inspiring and large um, coaching program that I'm going to be bringing out to all of you. And it's a lot, but I know I can only do it if I stay in a high vibe. And it's work, guys. It's work all the time. Everything from we turn on the news and it's like, oh my God, you know, the news can make you angry. It can make you depressed. It can make you sad. You don't want to be in that consciousness. You don't want to be in that consciousness. So that's really what I wanted to talk about tonight because I really want to um, put you guys in a space where you're not getting sucked in because especially as these energies change, we all know that when we undergo deep change in the world, progressive change, especially futuristic change, there's a large part of the population that doesn't like that. They get frightened. They want everything to stay the same. It's no different than when grandma goes to throw out grandpa's easy chair that has the holes and the plastic tape on it, but he better not come home and not find that easy chair there, right? People are like that. That's human nature. We get squirrely when things crumble and we get squirrely when our creature comforts maybe aren't the same. We get squirrely when we want things to stay a certain way. We try and hold on to that rope. This is an energy where we're all going to drop the rope, but some people still want to hold on to it. And that's conflict. So we have to raise our vibe to stay out of that because we're going to get tweaked and we're going to get triggered. Stay on your game, all right? You can do it. We're all Zenkudas. <laughs> So I'm going to go to some cards. I know that's what you're all waiting for. I don't know if anybody has any um, anything to say about um, what I was just saying. If you want to call in, you certainly call in. Um, so I'm going to pick some cards for... Uh... Hi, Melissa. How are you? Um, welcome. Everybody welcome Melissa into the soul space. Everybody welcome each other into the soul space. I want to see all those hearts go up there. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I'm going to pick a card for Monica. She's got purple hearts up there. And you guys know everything I do is purple, violet light, violet light. I actually had a brainstorm the other day about the violet light, which I'm not going to go into now, but it was definitely some some stuff. I'm feeling so inspired lately. <laughs> Isn't it great when like things are just going good, you know? And it's not it's not easy. I mean, it's work. Like sometimes things are not going good, but I make them go good. Just sometimes I think it's sheer will. I'm sure you guys do the same thing. So determined to get to a place where I have freedom in my life from a lot of things. Um, so I want to thank everybody for watching. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Zenkuda, um, Facebook, Zenkuda Soul Space. And um, on Instagram, we are Zenkuda Official. 
And if there's anything that you would like to see in my content or me to write a blog about or talk about on the show, put it in the comments because I will absolutely do it. This show is for you. It's your soul space. All right. I've been a little lax on the guests lately. I have to definitely, um, definitely uh, get some guests on for you guys. I have some people lined up. I just don't want to tell say who it is yet. Um, Liz says her pool lights are violet. Love, love, love that. And um, somebody else just said that they were on vacation in Florida. So I am picking these cards for, um, I said Monica. Okay, Monica, I've got the page of pentacles upside down. So remember I said that um, we're going to see some um, communication cycle back, maybe from May or April. I think this is showing that past communication is somebody from family or loved one. If you have any kind of conflict or rift, or it could also be someone you haven't spoken to in a while, I got the nostalgia card along with this upside down page of pentacles. So I feel like this is an energy that maybe you haven't spoken to in a while. Uh, they are going to come back in and you're going to get communication on this. So just take that with you because something that started in the spring, uh, communication wise, maybe somebody went away or somebody left or so you got falling out with somebody or maybe there's somebody you lost touch with or you haven't had time for. That person is going to come in. I am getting a male. I feel like maybe a younger male. I don't know if you have a son or someone around the house that's younger, but I feel like that energy is going to definitely have a closing time frame. Um, you hear from that person again. All right. You haven't heard from them in a while and something gets resolved. All right. I'm going to pull a card for Renee. All right. Renee. Um, Renee is one of my yoga teachers. Love her. Spent some time with her on Sunday. It was wonderful. We did a ying practice where we had to hold poses for a while, which I had a problem a little bit because I have an injury right now. But when the injury goes away, I'll be back to the yin class for sure. Um, but I still do my yoga. It was just that particular class holding poses with my in injury. Um, okay, so Renee, let's see what we got for you. They're telling me to pick three cards for you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow, you got great cards. Okay. So, Renee. Sorry about that, guys. We just lost our feed for a sec. I'm back on. Um, so, Renee, the first card I picked was the devil card. And the devil card doesn't mean bad or malefic or the devil. The devil card is a sign that shows imprisonment, 
of some kind. And I feel like this is in the past, actually, because it's also the Capricorn card and Pluto is coming out of Capricorn now. So I, when I pull more than one card, they always tell a story for me. So bear with me. So I have this card here that looks like, you know, a self-imprisonment or a um, energy of us holding ourselves back from something is really what this card means. Those lower energies that get our, get us, right, that bring us off our, our track. And then I have this beautiful Leo card, which we just had this Leo full moon. So it's actually showing me almost in real time of Capricorn energy leaving, Leo moon progressing the energy forward. This is a strength card. So this is about you coming out of a situation that maybe was really challenging for you and was pulling you kind of backwards. And now that energy is kind of moving you forward. That energy is going away. You have more strength than you've had. And I'm seeing this card, which is the heartbreak card upside down, which means to me that something that was really challenging for you, something that really was almost like a heartbreak for you is moving away now. It's dissolving. You're moving away from it. Because this Leo card tells the whole story. The Leo is the lion roaring. This could have been something that you needed to find compassion about. A situation where, you know, maybe our first inclination is to um, kind of like attack it or be forceful with it. But if you look at the lion tamer, how do we really tame the lion? Through kindness, through understanding. And that infinity sign over the head of the lion tamer shows us that the connection to divinity and compassion is always the way to really get what we want. And so then when I see this heart card, which is the broken heart card um, upside down, which means it's past energy, that leads me to believe that there was a very dramatic lesson that you've learned throughout these last little while and maybe even a few years. And that now you're going into a culmination of this energy with this beautiful lion strength, compassion, higher consciousness. And the number eight, of course, is if infinity so whatever has been challenging you that energy maybe it was a little heavy for you really lifts and i'm feeling like this is um an energy where you take on something with a much different perspective perspective and perception than you used to have it so just um just take that with you because whatever's going on that's really what it is and it could even be a journey within the self you know, maybe it was, you know, getting rid of some inner wounds or some things that had happened to you or trauma like we all have or whatever, and now emerging from that. But just take heart because the card's absolutely showing that Capricorn energy leaving, that earthbound energy leaving, and really coming into a new time. All right. Um, so hopefully we don't lose the feet again. A lot of wonky energy. Okay, good, Renee. I'm glad. So take that with you because you are going to be in such a beautiful place, especially, you know, this spring, especially is going to be such an opening for all of us. The spring weather comes in and we really feel it deeply this year, um, not because we've had such harsh winter, but because we've had a harsh winter since 2008. You know, it's like the winter of our soul. You know, um, I wrote a blog post years ago. I forget the title of it when something like um my soul sees the winter and it is um, refreshed or something. And it was all about the seasons and how they play into our own spiritual development. Really interesting. I'll see if I can dig it up for you guys. Um, okay. So let me go back to my comments. So um, Janine, I'm going to pick for you as well. And um, and then Liz, because Liz is uh, in Florida. We've got to pick some cards for her. So Janine, they're telling me to pick two cards for you. See what I got here. Ooh, Janine, your mom just came in. Woo. She's around you. She's like really spurring you on. Um, 
So, okay. So if you're thinking about like taking a short trip, like I feel like this is local, like thinking of going somewhere locally, uh, maybe that you haven't been before, definitely do that because I feel like this is going to bring you energy. Um, you've got the um, seven of wands here and you can see this guy is like on top of all the other wands. He's on top of the battle. He's got this, he's victorious. And you have all this fresh growth on the wands, which means new beginnings. So you can see this journey happening, this little journey, like you're packing up, like you're going on a little away. And then this beautiful, like triumphant victory is mine. So take that with you and know that wherever you're headed to, you're going to really be triumphant. And now I want to pick a card for Liz. Everybody send some hearts up to Liz. Liz is a really good friend of mine. We used to do Reiki together all the time and cards and all kinds of stuff. And then she moved to Melbourne, Florida. But it's okay. We sometimes we FaceTime and do stuff so we still get to play. So, okay, Liz. Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling these cards. Okay. Liz, I got these two cards for you. The first one is this card. It's funny because we were talking about this card the other day, my friend and I. Um, this card, if you look, it's someone who thinks they're trapped. They're in a prison, but they're not. All they have to do is move forward and they're free. So don't let any circumstance or anything that's going on right now make you feel like you're imprisoned or trapped. Know that you have the freedom to make choices and really turn things around any way you want to. And especially because this is the other card I got, which is the most fabulous card in the deck, the Ace of Cups. This is like the baptism. It's the renewal. It's the all new energy coming. It's very symbolic. You've got this beautiful um, peace bird and the looks like a communion host, the cross and the chalice. And all of this beautiful um, uh, water coming down out of the chalice and leaves and all new beginnings. So don't fret. If anything has you feeling this way, you're going to end up this way. So really not imprisoned by anything. Okay. And who's next? I'm going to do. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh, Lydia. Got Lydia. Hey, Lydia. Yeah, Colleen. I'm going to do Lydia, okay? Um, Lydia is a friend from my earthbound life in real estate. So, Lydia, I feel like, um, you know, I never remember my readings or cards that I pull too often, but I feel like when I felt your energy last time, it felt heavier and now it feels lighter. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it, keep moving in that direction. Cause I feel like it has you doing, it has something to do with you moving away from an energy and it feels lighter for you. And I got the hermit card. Now the hermit also, again, in tarot, we don't really always take the cards literally, especially myself. Cause I read psychically, he's holding up a light showing you which way to go. So if your intuition is telling you that you need to go in a certain direction, follow that because the hermit is holding up the light to help you see. All right. And then the second card I got is this card. Do not lose sleep over whatever decisions you're trying to make because the hermit's shining a lantern for you. So don't give in to this, right? That lower energy of, oh my God, oh my God. You want to do this, keep moving forward. You got this. You're very strong. Your energy feels much lighter to me than it did last time. So keep doing what you're doing, Lydia, because it's working. All right? Okay. I have time for one more card pull. And you're all like, me, 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 me. I just want you guys to know that I really love you guys. <laughs> I really do. This is like one of the high points of my week when I get to do this show and 
see all of you guys and all this stuff. I'm going to pick a card for Kathy um, Gagliano. Hey, Kathy, thank you for watching. Um, Kathy has some of the most beautiful posts. I love her posts. Sometimes I'm like, Kathy, get out of my head, I think to myself, because I feel like sometimes we're really on the same like journey, you know, and we're both badasses. So if you're looking for spiritual badasses, you found them here. <laughs> All right, Kathy, I just actually, the card that fell out of the deck was the Queen of Cups. All right. Um, I don't know why I feel like this is your mom. Um, I, I, I don't believe she's on the other side. I think your mom is here, if I'm not mistaken. But I just feel like this is an energy of your mom and that you have a lot in common with her. I feel like you get a lot of your qualities because of the way she was with you. So just take that with you. And I feel energetically like this card is telling me to tell you to um, celebrate yourself. Uh, do not like question the way you are and who you are. Celebrate who you are. Uh, what comes to mind right now is I do this little thing in meditation when I do Reiki circles and things for a lot of my um, cancer patients and stuff. Um, at the end, I borrowed this actually from my yoga teacher. We say three sentences and put our name in front of it. And usually it's like, you know, you, you say your name quietly, silently. And it would be like, Kathy, I love you. You know, like I would say, Georgia, I love you. Georgia, I trust you. Georgia, I'm here for you. Georgia, I, I honor you. And I feel like maybe do that to yourself when you're in meditation, because I feel like you're so strong and you need to celebrate yourself um, because you are really are a badass in the right way. And this Queen of Cups is like very much your mom's energy, but it's also you. It's like a lineage kind of a thing. The next card that I'm picking is the star card. So there you go. Merging your material and your spiritual world, knowing you're exactly where you're supposed to be at any given moment and learning the lesson of that. Um, I feel like this card is telling me what your soul is trying to learn and your soul is trying to learn to really be humbly prideful, if that makes sense, about who you are and how far you've come and the work you've done in your life and in yourself and for others. Because I think sometimes that's not always appreciated within and you need to appreciate that within yourself. So, so take that with you, Kathy, because you're a fabulous person. Everybody sends some hearts up to her because I just, I feel really strongly like go celebrate yourself really do that um, and and teach yourself to do that on a regular basis. Cause especially, you know, I know we have a lot of men who watch the show too, but I think especially with women, we don't do that enough because we're caregivers and we're always giving it away. So let yourself receive that beautiful um, energy of loving yourself in a way of rewarding yourself and pampering yourself. Right. Um, and that's what I got. And so I want to thank everybody for, tuning in tonight and send some hearts up to me because I had uh, a few things I had to do this week that were a little challenging. And I also have a meeting I want to do tomorrow with some people that are very important to me. So send me some good juju for that. And I'm sending it all right back at you. And if you haven't already, then Kuda on YouTube. Um, you can tune in to me here every Monday night, seven o'clock on Strong Island. We also replay the show is always up on YouTube. But the show is also replayed Friday at noon. So if you ever want to watch it at lunchtime or you get lunch at work and a bunch of people are around, you want to put on the soul space and show them what I do, that would be really appreciated. Let's get as many people as we can to raise their consciousness. And um, of course, on Facebook and Instagram, it is Zenkuda Official and Zenkuda Soul Space on Facebook. Thank you so much, everybody. I love you. And I will see you back here in the soul space Monday at 7. For a private reading, just PM me, email me, or Zenkuda.com under services. Thanks so much. I love you all. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.